Uh-huh. Hey there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We were just talking about how, uh, you know, like how a, a man can really lose his mind, really really lose sight of himself when, you know, you find <clears throat> he finds a, a hood rat that just knows how to slurp on it. Exactly. Like when you like, cause so like, let's take guys like you and me. We've got paper on our minds and on our hearts. You know, like we are. It, it, sky's the fucking limit for Pendejo boys. And then you know, a, a real sweet and nice honey shows up, and she just just fucking takes it down like an oyster, and you and you lose sight. It's very easy to lose sight of like what's like. Not to say that getting slurped down like a Seven Eleven Big Gulp ain't important, but like you know, you got to because it is. It is very important, but you it's forest for the trees. You got to remember that you know getting slurped up comes and goes, but 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 podcast money is forever. Uh, and so. And by we forever just, we mean like two and, or three years. Yeah, until this no longer becomes something that's yeah. Time wise, if the if the money and the and and the and the audience ever like dips below time investment. Because right now it's right now it's cool because we it's it's you know it's inverse. But if it ever reverses, man, goo goo goo. Sorry, fellas. you know um, we like to think of reverse and inverse mm-hmm. mathematically almost as sisters. Yeah, because kind of like the relationship between getting slurped on and making money. You know, sometimes you want to make money, sometimes you want to get slurped on, but sometimes in order to get slurped on, you need to make money. Ain't that right? And you got to slurp. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes you make money by slurping. God knows Thomas knows. Yeah, I don't know anything about better that. Better than anybody. Yeah. I do. I yeah. know well. Yeah. I know really well. Yeah. Thomas I know has better it. than anybody. I know it so well. <laughs> I know it better than anybody does. Yeah, yeah. I know uh, it really well. Yeah. <laughs> I know I do. <laughs> I know it really well. Anyway, welcome to Padejo Time, folks. I know it really everybody. well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Welcome. Uh, to the... Welcome to Padejo Time. You know, this is our thirty episode. Little fun there's fact. something. There's something. Hey, I'm talking. About... Okay, let's hear it, buddy. Let's fucking hear it, dude. People want to hear the original idea I had. For Let's hear that original name. idea. We're gonna call it crazy, crazy time. Okay. Remember? Yeah, that's right. We were going to do an offshoot show called Yeah, we were, we were going to wear scary costumes. Yeah. But it didn't really work because we also didn't want to do the video aspect. Yeah. I, I kind of want to do an episode called Podcast About List and just do their stuff. Yeah. But uh, you could but, be. Um, I feel like I'm Patrick a little bit, but also, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Maybe I'm more of a Cameron guy. I don't know uh, which. It's just different people. I'm just attributing you're the just very saying, few things I know about them, which just is basically saying, their name, and then just other saying people. I'm, yeah, you're just saying, yeah, I'm this guy. You're yeah, not, no, you're no. Jake. I am Jake. Me, if I was one of them, I'd probably be Thomas. Yeah, exactly. You would be Thomas. Yeah. Whatever your last name is. Yeah. Thomas and I actually don't know each other's last names. Uh, we don't really know much. Uh, we just know our bodies. In- yeah, we do intimately. know that intimately. Um, we discovered, you know, a passion, that, uh, 
a passion. So, you know, in, in the pursuit of, of sort of, you know, financial security by doing the least amount of work possible, you get to intimately know your business partner. And so Thomas and I decided that the best way for us to become closer as business partners was to oil each other up and wrestle a little bit uh, in my living room. As a sort of a team building exercise. Yeah, like you know, like some it. companies will have like pizza nights or they'll go to laser tag uh, at the Pendejo time. LLC, yeah, whenever you worked at Chuck E. Cheese, they had that, right? Yeah, yeah. So I was the cheese at Chuck E. Cheese. Really? Um, yeah. I don't believe that for one second because I've had the cheese there a million times. And what do you think about it? Yuck. So you would be delivering a compliment to me saying that I'm not gross. Um, have you ever had the pizza at Chuck E. Cheese? I've only been there once. Um, the last time I was there was probably like, I'm not like, probably 15 or 16 years ago for like my friend's yeah. little sister's birthday. Uh, and so I'm 45, so I was probably... You still like, go to those, right? Um, I'm not allowed... Right. Uh, within like 150 feet of them because I'm so cool. Because you, cause you were so good at the games. Yeah, that's what they told me. I mean, that's I could, what... You could do that, Buck Hunter from the parking lot. Yeah, well, I did a little hunting from the parking lot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, but, I mean, you know, so many single adult women come out of there. Um, yeah. Like, you know, moms and stuff. And, uh, and, you know, their husbands, they're off at the oil field or they're in prison and, and they got their daughter with them or their son. And, you know, they're like, man, I really wish a really, like, handsome you know, super like well endowed and wealthy man would come up to me and just like harass me for like 45 minutes to several hours. Absolutely. And, and so, you know, I'm willing to take that burden on because a lot of times like men just don't rise to the occasion. That's the problem with the generation of men we have is they don't rise to the occasion. They're so subdued by cancel culture that they don't got a problem. Yeah. We got a problem with the man in this society. Yeah, they're 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 weak, you know. Like everybody's like, "Oh, leave women alone on the bus. Leave women alone at the movie theater." Like, "Oh, don't chase me." Yeah, I'm yeah, an alpha. Yeah, yeah that's I'm what I do. Like literally any other alpha animal, I'm going to chase like, you. It's like riding a bike. Yeah, it's like riding. You go a faster bike. when you're on a bike mm-hmm. than on foot. I'm like a lion. If you turn your back and you sprint, that just to me, that's like that's my, I'm like evolutionarily i am coded to see that as like oh yeah we're good so the because best both of to, us are good at running yeah both of us do what four, three, <laughs> light, four, the lightning four. quick yeah i mean like i i ran a four three you know I, i'm i'm an elite athlete i don't really like i don't hear my own heartbeat in my ears yeah. when i stand up too fast i could probably run up a flight of stairs as a joke and accidentally kill myself yeah, I mean, I, there are a lot of times when I've been drunk in the past, and I'm like, I do like hold my beer stuff, and I come very close to like really to holding myself. your beer. Yeah, I come really. close. <laughs> you try and pick it up, it just slips out. Last time I did it, last time this happened, true story. I tried to like do a John Wick move to my girlfriend's brother, and I separated my AC joint in my shoulder. Um, and the doctor was like, "How'd this happen?" And I, I was like, "Oh, jujitsu." Which wasn't a total lie, but I was way too embarrassed to speak to like a, like an orthopedic guy and be like, "Yeah, I had about sixteen to seventeen Miller lights," and I tried to do a rolling knee bar to my girlfriend's brother, who is like also really good at fighting. And then I, because I'm fat and retarded, 
like broke a joint in my body on concrete. And I remember like like coming like 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 I remember coming. I remember getting yeah. up and being like, uh, "This move always works in the gym. Why didn't it work now?" And then there was a small voice in my head that's like, "Cause your gym has like a soft rubber mat, and like, you know, it's it's foam, and this is a who's mat." Matt is the producer of this podcast. Why don't you know the names of your employees? Uh, because I don't care about employees. Uh, he's I a con- he's a contractor. We got him on a ten ninety nine. Actually, we don't have employees. Remember? Oh, that's right. We have you nine- and me should do like rich people tax evasion stuff, but making like twelve hundred a month. Yeah, we don't even make that. No, we don't. But I'm saying like you know it gets there, and I'm like calling. You know, lawyers and like. Yeah, we're trying to use like a Swiss credit union. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, "How much money do you have? You know, are you depositing? You know, twenty, thirty million? And we're like, "No, we got a podcast. We split. It's about thirteen hundred a month right now. So I guess like six fifty, six hundred fifty thousand. No, uh, basically rent for a studio apartment where someone died. That's what you're getting, and we need a hundred percent security that this won't be hacked, or else." You'll experience the full power and weight. I think they people just use Swiss banks because they because they talk funny. Uh, you know, I mean, because they seem clever. Yeah, there's no they, added security. They just have the banks up in a mountain. There's no cyber mm, security. It's just it's really hard point. to get to yeah. the bank. The it takes a long time are, to are, to drive like, up. You know. Yeah, the aesthetics are a driving motivational like force. They got behind. the they got those roads where you got to go back and forth a bunch because of the mm, slope. Yeah. And if you're a bank robber, you really don't want to be doing too many winding turns. Mm-hmm. You're like a nice bank robber is like me, like a nice straightaway. Yeah, because you can go fast. Yeah. Now, if you if you got some, let's say, like a Need for Speed, you got yourself a little Nissan Skyline or whatever, and you want to do some some e-brake drifts or something, then you know maybe I. Knock yourself out. What about a game called Need for Seed and you like fuck like women in it? Why would I do that? I don't know. That's just sort of a what if scenario. That's gross. I would never play a game with such a foul theme. You're Christian, right? No, I'm Thomas. Nice. Yeah, no, I figured as much. Um, Did you ever play those games Burnout on PlayStation? Yeah, I was the main character. <laughs> <That's sweet>. uh, <laughs> no, I don't know what that is. Is that a driving game? Yeah, it's like, like, it was more focused around like absolute destruction than like mm-hmm. actually racing. So like, they'd have mini games where you would like cause as uh, like cause as many of a number of cars pile up as you could on the freeway or like yeah. in a downtown area. Where I would like, do they, something like that. <clears throat> no, I mean that's morally disgusting to do something like that, but. I did that in Fort Worth a couple months ago. Really? During the winter yeah. snap? That was you? Yeah. 130. Damn, that's fucked up, man. Why would you do something like that? It was really funny to me. Mm. I was doing it for the Eric Andre show. Oh, did but you get on that they, show? They, they, no. That was my audition tape. Uh, how'd that go? Um, They liked it, but they, they said that we can't put this on TV because you're too handsome. Dude, I get that all the time. I remember when I auditioned to be, uh, so I auditioned for a movie called Tree of Life. Yeah. Uh, it was a Terrence Malick movie, and uh, 
So it was me and Brad Pitt, <laughs> and like we're in the audition room, and Terrence Malick's like, "Wow, both of you are really handsome and really ripped, and like really well respected actors. I can only go with one of you." And Brad Pitt was like, "Look, Jake, like this is your like like you are like clearly the more handsome guy. Like you clearly like really know what you're doing." Um, and he was like, "I want you to have this role." And I said, "Brad, Bradley, like come on, brother, like Brad, dude, Bragadosh." Here's the problem, man. I already have a movie I'm doing called The Avengers. And this is sort of like, you know, it's a schedule competition. So you can have this movie. Um, and, yeah. you know, I made like $180 million. It's whatever. But um, I had to give that to Bradley because that's what actors do for each other. You know? Yeah. And, I, and, and that's they what they do playing. a lot for each other. They do. You know, they like they. Everyone says Hollywood is like a bunch of pedophiles and stuff. But like that's. And like, it is. Oh, well, I was gonna say it's only like seventy nine percent like pedophiles. Like I like that's a small number. So like twenty one percent is like a bunch of well meaning sort of careerist weirdos who like never had a real job. But like, dude, that's a lot of human people. Like you can't help like the circumstances you're born into, you know? So yeah. sure, seventy nine percent of it's pedophilia sponsored and condoned and endorsed by the state. But like weird weird shit happens, you know, like sometimes you just gotta move on. You know, they've got innocent guys like Charlie Sheen there, too. Yeah, Charlie Sheen is just like a, like an Oscar-winning... Like, He's a like family a, man. Yeah, I mean, like, he stood up to Hollyweird and said, I have AIDS. And Hollyweird was like... He does? You know, yeah, he, yes, he has AIDS. This is, is real. He, he gave AIDS to, like, a porn star. That's awesome. He, she was like... Right, how are you, are you recovering? Uh, are you talking about Charlie Sheen or are you talking about me? Yeah, had to be a had to be a hard hit there. Uh, you know, yeah, your childhood yeah. hero just leaves you in the dust like that. You know. Well, I mean, like, so like, my dad smoked crack, and so when I saw Charlie Sheen smoking crack, I said, "Wow, it's not just my dad." And then, like, I see his Charlie Sheen's movies. I watched Two and a Half Men, and I was like, "I want to be like that guy. I want to be a womanizing, you know, wealthy guy." Uh, I was probably about 22 when I started watching this show. Yeah, womanizing. That's a, that's a verb I'd use for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a verb I'd he use was for a real too. Wom- He was a real womanizer. Mm-hmm. Uh, wom- you know, when, when you go around town and you go around womanizing, a lot of people would like refer to it as sort of a, like a felony. Yeah, crime. a lot of people hate Ron Jeremy because he's such a womanizer. Yeah, a lot of people hated Harvey Weinstein because of his womanizing ways. Uh, but the problem is is that a lot of people like we kind of were talking about this at the beginning like a lot of people don't respect a player's grind dude like they really don't respect yeah. like like when a guy's in his back like oh I'll just talk about women in their back blah 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 that's fine cool whatever yeah, a lot of back. people aren't even in their back nowadays no they just say they are because they they're don't even know they're just trying to means. get in my bag yeah they're trying yes they're trying to get in your sleeping bag but like uh, you know yeah because I'm camping and I'm that Warm, wasn't an like insult, man. Like, you, you're like you're an on-the-road guy. Bear. You're a fucking road dog, dude. Like, you, you know. And 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 so when a guy like Harvey Weinstein's in his bag, and people are like, yo, we gotta knock him off. We gotta knock him down a pedestal because he's in his bag too much. It's fucking disrespectful, dude. And honestly, yeah, it's he's a lot like, like... He was a lot like Roddy Rich. Yeah, the box. Yeah. I mean, he wrote that song. What's his eyes Ee, 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 ee,
This song sucks. Yeah, that song is really fucking stupid, and I don't know why it was. I think uh, one of my current running conspiracy theories in my brain now is is that uh, like that guy looks like a pony, also. Yeah, he the he looks fucked up. Um, <laughs> is people don't make scene, like like industry plants have been real. Everyone knows that, but like, there's no. You're not trying to make a single. You're trying to make like a TikTok viral song that goes yeah. viral. So like, it's no longer about making like a full track. And this does not just apply to like hip hop at all. It's like any genre. Now, Jake talks hip hop. Yeah, Jake talks music and conspiracy theory. Uh, so my yeah, I'm like I, I wonder like should my band do something like that? Like should we make a song that's like. But I, we're we're an emo band. I don't I don't really know like what good that would do. But yeah, well, there's something. You, well, uh, whenever you're 28 and in an emo band, that's when you need to start thinking about TikTok. Well, I was about to say. You know, <laughs> I, I was talking with a friend of mine today. I was telling him <laughs> what I told you earlier. I can't talk about it quite yet, and uh, my, the, the sort of jail sentence I'm facing. Uh, yeah. But uh, I was like, look, I got to it really is like 27 is not old in like the grand scheme of things, but it is like I'm entering the age range where like being in like an emo screamo band is like, Oh, Hey, you play music. Yeah. What kind of music you play? Uh, emo. That's cool. When you're like 15 to like max 20, really like 26, 27, like that you're pushing it at 27. I'm newly 27. As of a couple weeks ago. Yeah, congrats. Yeah, so I'm thinking maybe... I don't maybe... remember if I told you happy birthday. You didn't at all. I didn't. Um, no. I forgot. That's okay. Uh, I know you Well, birthday. you also didn't tell me. So... Uh, I've told you several times. Well, look at me, Mr. <laughs> Secretary. <laughs> Mr. I remember every day of every year. Uh, Guys, if you want to buy me a present for my birthday, it's coming up October 18th. Uh, if you want to buy Jake one, you got to wait 11, uh, yeah, 11, 11 months, months and two years. Um, it's going to be funny when like you like you hit your mid-20s and you have that moment and you're 25. Yeah, where like, I just press a gun up against my temple. And you're like, fuck, 25 sucks. Go. I will be 30. Uh, I, will be, I will be 32 years old <laughs> or 31. And I'm going to be like, yeah, yeah, man, you're going to be dead. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's good. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. go out like a. I'm gonna make this like a Burzum situation, but except people won't remember me when I get out. Wait, so you're gonna clip me and then like go to? Jail I didn't say you? that. I just said it's just a pivot to metal. That's all I was talking about. Dude, you'd be a good metal frontman. You got the look, man. It's I'd have to start wearing really... just only black Carhartt shirts. I could keep the Carhartt shirts. So. Like the, like, it, it is funny that you're like, just your, you know, your look and it's, you know, just the way you look and then where you're from, you have like a, like a library of Alexandria understanding of like hip hop, the entire, this, the entirety of the movement. And, and it's cool. Cause like, I thought I knew quite a bit about it. And then I was like, fuck no, I am way out of my element. Like when we talk about people, but it's cool that you, that, that like, you know, yeah, I, I, I mean, I just, it's like, I, I I don't consider myself like an expert or anything, but it's just something that I always thought was cool. 
So I like, I guess, sort of approached it like a like a white kid would. If that makes sense. No, it totally like, does. Like when you, whenever you get like, uh, I don't know. Whenever I like something, I just try and learn whatever I can about it. Yeah. But now it's like, I don't know. I don't really pay attention to the new stuff as it comes out as much because it'll be guys like. Like I, I'm, I don't know Pooh whole history. All right, sure. I'll be, I'll be honest. I just know you know some of his alliances and stuff. But the sure. the eighties and nineties stuff, I and you know pay more attention to. But that's just because I like the stuff. It's not like I don't know. No, I'm that way with like the Boom Bap guys, like the MF Doom crowd. Like I, yeah. that was like what I was really. I was one of those dudes. I was like, if it has a jazzy. Like if it like yeah like the De La that, Soul type stuff anything that Madlib did like I love the Freddie Gibbs stuff like I just all that shit fucking yeah. is so good to me and then like this kid Red Veil out of uh, up in um, Maryland is like insanely good even like even like I I like Earl like anything Earl touches or is a part of like I'm a huge fan of but yeah. like but that is like a really weird part of hip-hop to like because the connotation associated with like enjoying oh you don't and it's like no i love like yeah like young thug and Gucci. like i like all that shit too it's just like when i was getting really into hip-hop like my introduction i guess was like listening to the illmatic and being like i'm gonna make this a key part of my personality this was like 2008 yeah and then like that just sort of evolved to being like you know like a oh if this has a jazzy hook or a sample like it's automatically good to me even if it fucking sucked because it was like a like a hip stupid thing i was doing when i was a teenager yeah i'm gonna become one of those white guys who just like who like just um who just like only talks about like rap from like 1981 just to seem impressive, be like, yeah, on this day, uh, Cool Mo D put out uh, Wild Wild West, which was used in the soundtrack. Have y'all heard that song, Top Villain? Yeah. This is uh, this is one of my favorite Big Daddy Kane deep cuts. Um, by the way, I am 36 years old and work at a liquor store. But uh, Yeah, no, that, yeah that's it. <laughs> A good point. I remember being like in high school and being like, "You don't know about the Ten Crack Commandments, dude. You're a fucking loser." And then like, there there is a type of guy in his mid to late thirties who's like, "Yeah, dude, do you know the fucking Craig Mack and Biggie uh, remix of Flavor in Your Ear?" Yeah, I yeah. didn't think that you'd. It's like one of the most popular. Like, yeah, bro. Like, I bet hip- you don't even know about that one Super Cat joint that Biggie yeah. hopped on. <laughs> do you? Oh, do you know about like? Okay, so. If you don't, like, it's cool, because, like, a lot of people don't. But, like, do you know about, like, Ready to Die, the album? Like, I don't think a lot of people know. I'm going to show you like, something that's really personal to me. It's a, it's the latest A Tribe Called Quest album, and I bought it at Urban Outfitters for $75. <laughs> <laughs> the, the vinyl, by the way, runs on Discog for, like, 22 bucks, but I, I bought it at a, at a, at a retail vinyl yeah. place. I bought this and also um, a Tame Impala album. For a hundred and fifty dollars, yeah, uh, collectors' Before taxes, item. yeah, yeah. 
Although, actually, um, I do imagine Tame Impala on vinyl, not even being cliche, would actually be, like, really cool. Like, I know it's a somewhat maligned um, artist. I, don't, I only have... He has some cool I stuff, though. I only have, like, uh... I only have, like, old, like, emo albums on, uh... I don't have, I was ask, I don't have do a record like player. Like, do you listen... Uh, so I was, I, I, um, use it. I was, uh, I was one of those odd future kids. Did you like Doris? Like Doris is like, okay. Yeah, but like. So was I. I still have, I still have a, an odd future shirt from like 2015 and it's like, okay, it's worn so much that it's just like the fabric is like canvas. Barely almost. a shirt anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, I, I like his his newer um, feet like of clay. pivot. I at yeah. first, I I want to say it was like what twenty nineteen or so that it was. So like, some rap song was when he like became like yeah, it's it, avant garde type like like the the flow and the beat don't match purposefully. You know, like it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't um, mesh. It's sort of it's off kilter, but it's like yeah. more of a spoken word style, mm-hmm. similar to like Ka. If you've ever listened to, no, but I. I might no. have told you about him before. I think I didn't. I he was a big inspiration for Earl, though. Okay, like, I mean, I probably, li- I probably like because I listen to a lot of Earl radio, like on Spotify. Yeah, like, I'm sure that I that it's came across like if they have any sort of like connection artistically wise yeah. or whatever. I, I like Cog because in his his day job is he's just like a firefighter. <laughs> he's like a six. He's like a successful guy and then he also just is like one of the most talented like poetic style artists that i've ever heard kind of like but, an i mean barely related but there's a ufc fighter he just lost his champ he's the most accomplished heavyweight in ufc history Stipe miocic and he's like a firefighter in ohio and i like don't Maybe because I just have like a like a shitty idea of what it would mean if I ever made it doing anything of my hobbies, but I'd be like, yeah, I wouldn't do fucking any. Like, I would not. Why the fuck would I ever volunteer to do anything, especially yeah. something like that? And like, where this, you make like less per year than you do in like one night. Exactly. Like, I mean, obviously you, they don't fight every night. It's UFC. No, but it's like even if you lose a fight drastically, you make like seventeen years worth of firefighter wages by getting knocked out, and he recently did. But it's like. I, I, I like like UFC and a couple other sports, but specifically UFC does a lot of like marketing where it's like this champion still works as a janitor at the courthouse where he got a DUI in 2009. And it's like, dude, no one really like some people really perceive that as like a bootstraps type thing. But like I it's really just it seems like stupid shit. Like, why the fuck would you do that? Like you are, you are one of the baddest men on the planet. You are a hard motherfucker. Why the fuck are you like teaching? Like there was like a fighter who like was a history teacher for ninth graders. It's like, I guess if you like to do that, but like why? Also, I mean, it seems like <clears throat> uh, it's always good to have a backup plan with that kind of career. Uh, no, 100%. I mean, a lot of those guys blow through their fucking money like most athletes do in a really stupid way. Yeah. But, like... And also, like, um, I don't I don't really know how getting cut works with UFC. So, they don't, like, first of all, they but don't But I really... imagine most of them aren't, like, you know, winning all their fights. 
I mean, like, even if you're a like if you're a big name dude, you're getting paid pretty good. But like most other people aren't getting paid dog like. The UFC, like, the boxing gate for, like, a fight is so much higher than UFC, but UFC has, like, a way big audience, like, a bigger audience reach. Like, they just don't pay their fighters very well, and it's been a big issue for a while. So, you have to, like, go heel, like, become a guy like Conor McGregor or something where you're, like, saying inappropriate shit and getting into fist fights with old men outside of, like, your chosen occupation. Or you just have to be a guy like Khabib, who was, like, the retired lightweight undefeated champion yeah just so good that like you're humble and you're a quiet dude but you're just impossible to beat oh if you're not any of those things on any either of the spectrum you're a fucking like you're a chump you have to like work your fucking ass off to make like you're getting like your head pounded in it's like worse than the nfl yeah like you know it's it's almost harder than podcasting yeah, I mean, like, In the brain damage you get from podcasting is way worse than the NFL. UFC. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, you and me were hopeless before we started this, and now four months in, I'm thinking about buying a Corvette, and I don't deserve it, and I don't have the money, and, you know, I'm thinking about, like, oh, I'm going to get, you know, a 55-bedroom. Again, it's it's childlike wishes. Yeah, did I tell you I bought a house? Yeah, you told me it, so. Yeah, um, it's, it's really big. It used it. to be a brothel for children, you said? Yeah. Yeah, I used to run it, and then I converted it into a house. Nice. Yeah, no, I remember yeah, you telling me like that you were, idea. like, kind of shamed of, like, the way that you lived your life as a child prostitution. Not really. Leader. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I Respect, I l- loved every minute. Respect. <sighs> yeah. I'm going to get on my phone if you don't mind. Yeah, get on your phone for a bit, dude. Interrupt the fucking podcast with, yeah. you know, all the all the thotties and fucking hotties that you fucking, you know, you DM and you're you're in love with them and they're in love with you and, and they want a piece of your fucking toad. And I'm the fucking hardworking guy here. I'm the fucking guy. Yeah, you're doing your thing, man. Good yeah. job. Yeah, who fucking, you know. Nice, man. Wow, yeah. you're doing great. Yeah. Wow, that's, yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane. I, uh, so my dad, um, he texted me the other day and he's like, have you seen this? And he sends me like YouTube videos at like four in the morning and like 90% of the time it's like you, it's like Foo Fighters live. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. But but I think he's like having like a mental, (laughs) he's having having a moment because it was like how to live in the woods and Mm -hmm. erase your digital footprint. And he was like, been thinking about this a lot lately. And it made me me laugh because like the only thing my dad posts on Facebook is like basically pornography and then like how to play Metallica riffs. (laughs) And so he's like sharing this like Ted Kaczynski type video manifesto of a guy who's like, I've been living in the woods 17 years. I erased my footprint. I I deleted my bank and I've lived in a cave. And he's like, this is this is what it's all about, brother. So I don't know, like, what's going on in his head, but it is funny to imagine a guy who, like, doesn't even share, like, articles critical of the U.S. government. Doesn't even partially engage in any dissent, but being like, yeah, I got, I got to, I'm being hunted like a dog. And uh, for posting, you know, bigfaketitties.com and putting <laughs> the bell tolls covers. So essentially what I'm going to do, and I'm just letting you know as my son, is, is that I have to go into hiding. Uh, because, you know, power cannot handle a revolutionary like myself. Yeah, I'm going to um, 
I'm going to like freak out one day and do that and erase everything. <laughs> and then like within like an hour, I'll try and undo it all. Yeah, you like delete the whole podcast account and every episode and then you text me and you're like, hey, I kind of like I, I had a little goofy and I'm like, oh, what happens? You like have a little like an episode and you're like, no, I like deleted like everything. Like everything's gone. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to call my bank and be like, can you delete the account? And they're like, hold up. And I hang up. I'm like, all right, it's done. <laughs> you're like, yeah, uh, so. Um, I kind of fucked up. Uh, I come back. Of... I come back ten years later, and I have two hundred thousand dollars in unpaid Hulu debt. <laughs> hey Jake, so like, uh, you like, you know, I was like concerned about like how big the pod is getting, right? So I, uh, you know, I just added some security features to the Patreon. Oh yeah, no, no big deal, Thomas. What'd you do? Like, I deleted the Patreon. Uh, I, I, I deleted the uh, like I kind of just deleted us. Yeah, man, I uh, I got an axe and I put it through my PC <laughs> about seventy five times, uh, yeah. and um, I lost you know as you know about twenty two hundred dollars. Um, mm-hmm. And then I took all the money out of my bank and um, well, I uh, I gave it to this homeless guy and then I realized i needed some money for a root beer and some peach rings so i asked for some of it back and he 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 beat me nearly to death and um, that homeless man was your father <laughs> i met dave at a homeless camp and i said i used to know your son and he popped me in the mouth with a tire iron and stole yeah. my root beer and peach rings money and then we i'm starting a podcast with your dad it would so. be this podcast exactly, only like with way like everything we just choose not to say. Yeah, because we don't have that much power. My dad would be like, "Yeah." Anyway, I saw like a like a little Mexican. You know, he would just, <laughs> he would it would just be the worst thing. Like you know, that yeah, you could, yeah. What do you think about saying but you don't say? Because I say everything that I don't have any thoughts that are worse than what I say. In fact, uh, oh, no, I, I definitely go out do. I'm, I'm, I admire you, and and I think you're a good person for saying that. Totally, like I think you're a really good, like truthful guy for saying what you just said. Uh, I have a lot, but I'm like an honest guy. Like I'm sort of like an honest, like working guy, yeah. like a real guy. I thought people always called you a liar. Um, no, they call me like a, a like a guy. Yeah, Jake the liar. With, I'm good with Jake like, the huge stupid liar. No, they call me like a really good and charming guy with like a lot of really? good stories. Who yeah, calls you uh, that? Yeah, your mama and uh, no, yep. No, and, why would uh, you say that? Because I've known your mom twenty years now. No, and uh, really, and, since you were seven. Yeah, since I was seven years old, she used to babysit me, and then when I grew to be really? a big strong man, yeah, she did. Uh, you weren't Why'd born she yet. Do that? She did that because she cares about... She was about... busy homeschooling me, actually. No, she wasn't, because you weren't born yet. Yeah, I was 20 years ago. You were not being homeschooled at one. You were poo-pooing on yourself. Really? Yeah. And why am I so smart education-wise now? <laughs> In terms of both school and IQ, I am excelling off charts. What do you think our combined both... IQ is? Me and you. Uh, below 200. <laughs> For sure. No, 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 no doubt. A hundred percent. Like, like it may, might be, t- it might be 200 flat. If, I was going to say like 190. Like 190 is like 
bad, bad. <laughs> no, I, 190 would be... I was thinking... Yeah, my math was off there. I no, was, yeah, 190 combined is, is still... I was thinking, like... <laughs> I can't reveal what I thought my division was there. Because I only had to divide it by two. And at one point, I was a biomedical engineering major. But, um, yeah, 190 maybe. I can yeah. see it being 200. 190 uh, to 210, that range is, I think, very believable. Very, 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 like, doable. Yeah. Uh, I did one of those IQ tests online in high school. What'd you get? Don't worry about it. I took one... Um, actually at a psychiatrist's office and um it was well, really then. strange so, so like what happened after like i don't mean to brag but like what happened after was um basically i was like tied to a gurney mm-hmm. and then i uh like watched them tell my mom that i would never be able to like live a normal life mm-hmm. and then they injected me with a bunch of ketamine i just um, remembered that yeah. patrick took one on stream <laughs> Do you remember this? <laughs> no, I don't. I actually never saw that. <laughs> On the podcast about this stream, <laughs> you take like Patrick a legitimate Mensa fucking. He IQ took. Test? He took it. No, well, it was an online IQ mm. test, and he got an eighty-eight, <laughs> 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 and it was live. <laughs> that rocks. Yeah. I <laughs> like. This was like five months ago too. Like everyone was this is fairly recently. About this, this was like last, ago, this was me. this past winter. <laughs> um, I remember when I was in undergrad, I one of my professors so like had, 10, 12 years ago. Yeah, uh, yeah, dude. Yeah. All right. Um, one of my professors in his syllabus had his IQ. Uh, what was there. it? It was something that like abs- either either it was true, but two hundred and fifteen. It was no. It was like it was one of those numbers where it's believable but still impressive. It was like, like one forty five, one fifty two, something like that. You know. And I remember even at eighteen years old, this was like a like a tenured. So when you're a tenured professor, you can basically do just short it means of you've been doing it for. It just means you've been doing it for ten years. Yeah. No, I actually did believe that when I was in like junior high. That's literally what I thought. Um, I remember even seeing that syllabus, like he had his all mater, he went to an Ivy league and then his IQ and his syllabus. And I remember being like, this is going to be the chillest, coolest guy I've ever met in my life. And then I went to the class on the first day and he, he literally was like maybe like 84, five years old, uh, like just impossibly old. And it was like an intro to polit- like local government class. And I I never talked with the guy. I never asked him why he had his IQ in his syllabus. But I feel like if I had even brought a little bit of attention to it, maybe I could have gotten like a Vox article written. No, I could. I'd have to be like Chinese or something. But like I could have gotten something, maybe a BuzzFeed thing. But I didn't think too much of it at the time. I was 18. Um, I was concerned with smoking weed and doing nitrous and finger I really, really like the idea at the, at the bottom of your syllabus, you've got like alma mater, Cornell University, IQ seventy five. 
Alma mater, Cornell University, IQ 75, penis length, 6.1 inches, women <laughs> fucked, 14. <laughs> and, and you're, you're like like 88 years old. It is like women fucked, 14, cars driven, 9, houses owned. So, I think I think a resume should be should include your penis length and your women fucked number. Uh, like turning it into an impossible. And folks, sometimes there's not necessarily a correlation there. No, there's not. You'd sometimes be surprised. you have a little bitty penis like Thomas. Like so, it's so small and sometimes you fuck 50, 65 women, you know? Uh, and for That's, me, I, have, I haven't done that. Sometimes you have a really small penis and you've only fucked like one or two girls. Yeah, and the rest were guys. The rest, oh, dude, God. Cool. Easy. Cool. You made that easy, too easy for easy. me. Easy. No, I mean, I'm agreeing with you, dude. Like, the way you get up in business, because, like, see, I'm a, I'm a, I'm like a money minded guy. I'm Mr. Money Man. And so, like, the way it comes to business is like, you know, oh, the, the big, the big cliche is like, oh, these money guys, you know, like to be dominant, you know, they like to be like, no, they don't. They're fucking little, little, little girls. And so sometimes you gotta dress, you gotta dress them up like little women and you gotta fuck them. And that's how you get the good deals. That's yeah. Trump's art of the deal. Dave, the Dave Ramsey used to say that. David, Dave Ramsey said that. Uh, that's why I call him Dave Pansy. Dave, you call him that? Yeah. And I slap him in the face and say, that's you fucked suck. Up, you, man. You're the worst. That's, that's you don't know anything about money. What's the most you jacked off in a day? Uh, honestly, uh, I don't know, nine, ten times probably. Yeah, actually, dude, that's that's like pretty much my. That was like, and, I, and that this was at my prime time era, by the way. This wasn't like. Yeah, this wasn't ago. like. Like recent. <laughs> no, this was not. This was this. Was I can not, say this because it was probably at least five years ago. I think I was probably fifteen or sixteen, and it was when I like discovered how good it feels to jack off while high on drugs and that was just like curtains closed don't call do not text i've don't gone even... a i've gone a pretty long time without yeah <clears throat> no i i same like there was like a, a a recently like a really long period of time i went without watching porn yeah and it wasn't out of like an like a concern for the industry even though it's ethically like fucked it was just like I just was living with my girlfriend at the time, and it, it just felt weird to like be like, uh, "Oh, you going to work? Okay, I work from home. I'm gonna jack off." Like it just felt weird. Yeah. Um. But like I've talked to, the reason I bring this up is this: is that I have had friends I've had for fucking over a decade. Okay, these are guys that I know. Like, we've gotten into fist fights. Like we we're close, as close as like dudes can be, other than sucking each other off. And you ask the question. You're like, how many times, and I'm talking, I'm asking you honestly, how many times have you jacked off? What's your fucking number, dude? And in your prime time era, like, not at, not right when you discover jerking off because you're scared, but when you really get into the groove, talk, call it 14 to 16, 17, you really are cranking out numbers. And they're like, oh, three or four times. And I'm like, you're full of fucking shit, dude. And they're like, No. And I'm like, okay, either I'm a freak and there's something wrong with me, which very well could be the case, or you're lying, because I feel like. Are every- we talking about finished or is that including attempts? No, I'm talking about like you bust, like you bust. 
Hmm. I mean, after the fifth time, you're not busting nothing. It's just fucking, it's just a, like firing an engine with no oil. It's just dry. The pistons are just rubbing against each other with no fucking lubricant. But that, like, the question is how many times have you, like, busted to somewhat completion? So documented, the highest for sure I can say is seven. Again, yeah, I mean, like, I, I'm, I'm thinking back to, like, my one marathon day. And I think it was anywhere between like, yeah, seven to ten. And that was, was a, something absurd. I'll be honest, that was a planned. Yeah, it was a day. I smoked weed all day. My my mom was out of town. I smoked weed all day and just had like a goon day. Like I, yeah, I think I think at the time I was fifteen. Mm-hmm. And then I think after that I was like, all right, I think I'm like, uh, you got you got to taper I'm, off. I'm, you, I'm, you, I'm good on that for yeah. You had quite a, yeah, a while. yeah yeah yeah. I like. I, I thought, like, maybe as an adult man, I jacked off too much. Uh, I remember, like, asking my roommates, like, at 22, 23, I was like, how often do you guys jack off? And they were like, oh, like, a couple times a week. And I was like, what? Like, how often do you jack off? And I was like, once a day. It's just kind of like, you know, it's part of the routine or whatever. And then I realized, like, a lot of, like, no matter how close you are with, like, a, there's a, there's a connotation associated with jacking off too much, and it's definitely a negative one. Like, I think a lot of my friends are just, like, lying to me. Or were lying in that moment. I'm like, dude, there's no way you jack off one to two times per week. There's just no chance. Like, if you have a girlfriend, 100%, I'll buy it. But we were all single at the time. Or if you're working, like, 70 hours a week, then sometimes... That is... Yeah, okay, but we... Yes, Because... But if you're not, like, a coal miner or... Yeah, Because sometimes I'll go, like... You're absolutely right. Sometimes I'll go, like, a week... And I'm like, oh, dude, this is why I've been, you know, throw, throwing shovels through brick walls. Yeah, yeah. I, like Forgot, it's called a utility know. jack. When I was working at when I was working at the refinery, I wouldn't jack off for like three and a half weeks because I would work 15, 16 days in a row. And then, like, I would be like on my one day off, I'd be like, I'm gonna drink a whole bottle of whiskey and put my head through some sheetrock. And I'd be like, Why do you want to do that? And I'm like, Oh, I haven't busted one off. In like nineteen days, and yeah. it doesn't, you know, it don't matter how old you are. Yeah, it feels like you're having a baby at that. point. Yeah, no, it's like a problem at that point. You got to have like, you got to get a tarp out. You got to get a cleanup crew out there. Yeah, like you, it's a, it is like a moral and like biological yeah. problem. It's at that like point. in a, like a, what is it like American Psycho or whatever, where he has the whole like the, the Christian Bale where he's got the whole room like covered in plastic. Yeah. <laughs> but but it's just you oh, just American, go home. American, just, yeah. What what is it called? American Psycho. Yeah, that's what I said. Mm-hmm. God, dude, it's just like it's like a, a new thing every day with you. Look, the further we get along in this business relationship, the more that we realize, you know, we probably don't. Hey, my hand is so sweaty. That... And we're back. We are back. A little bit of technological difficulties, folks, but you know. Such as the world is the way the world turns and burns. You know, sometimes I like to just accidentally start a war zone update right before we record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, you know, as you know, those tend to be pretty small. Yeah, they're and not like a big thing at all. Yeah, it's not like 90 gigabytes every time yeah, that yeah. happens. And keep in mind, I don't play Warzone, really. It just yeah, takes I don't, up 
you know, probably 15% of my computer space. Yeah, I don't play any of the games that are on my, my Xbox, uh, like, at all. I haven't gamed in forever. I had Valhalla, and I was crushing that, and then I stopped, and I tried to play recently in the combat. I just don't remember how to do anything. So I said, you know, I'm going to, like, really focus on, like, what, like, and the important things in my life, like podcasting and, uh, you know, that's pretty much really it. Yeah, um, there's nothing you know, else. No, there's really nothing else at all. Uh, if this does not take off and it's pay, over, yeah, it's over for me. I'm cutting, yeah. <clears throat> what were we That's talking okay. about? Jacking off, hip-hop? I don't fucking know. Um, yeah, you know, they they combine more flu- fluidly than one might expect. Um, <laughs> Beating it, spanking it around. Yeah, so that's Thomas's new song, "Spanking It Around." He he got. You can, um, um, it will be. It'll be a single. It might not be on uh, Cadillacs and Heartbreak. No, it won't be on that one. But it, it'll be on. Uh, uh, Mr. Dumbo, I think is the is the guy who yeah. who's putting who's putting it on. He's with. Uh, he was the one who he did that song called. Yeah, yeah. He he's the guy from uh, Big Fat Retard Records. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait to take a shower. <laughs> dude, I, dude, I'm gonna be real with you. All I did today, I did like I'm gonna go to the gym because my gear's gone and I have to figure out a way to get new gear. But yeah, you gotta start stealing um, little pieces of gear. Yeah, over time. Yeah. I, I All I did today was look at a computer, but I smelled my armpits on the way to the store earlier. And I was like, how the fuck did I work up a stink like this, just like working like from home? Like it's a vile stench. Yeah. So, yeah, see, I, I just worked and I worked out, you know. Um, I don't really have a natural, you know, musk too much. I do, dude. It's weird. Like, I remember when I worked. Yeah, you do. For yeah. sure. But it's not, yeah. you know, it is what it is. Yeah. You don't have like, to be fucking insulting to me. <laughs> like, you know, you're just mad that I have a smaller waist than you, that I'm taller than you, you know, like that. Do you have a smaller of... waist than me? I do. I think we established this. Oh, yeah. How, how, what's your waist size? 32. Seriously? Yeah. Oh wow, yeah, you're way ahead of me, man. <laughs> <laughs> mine's like mine's like a thirty seven. <laughs> no way, really? Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. No, I mean my waist measurement is I'm saying like what size jean like when you go to buy jeans. Thirty thirty six. No. Yeah. You're like a fit guy. I mean I yeah, guess I'm it just, just I just I just have a big torso. Yeah, like, I, I like mean, my I thought hips I did are really too. wide. My hips are wider than any other part of my body, but I guess it's just a matter of scale. Yeah, I was 36 when I was 240 pounds, and then I'm 32 now. I mean, I can fit into 30s, but it's like it's tight. But like 32 is like comfortable. Well, yeah, I have big thighs too. Yeah, no, I so I like, like like honestly like um, a 36 tends for me to be a little bit loose on the waist like I have to wear a belt or like I prefer to wear a belt with it yeah but if I wear a smaller waist size then I cannot bend my knees yeah dude it's when so I wear like pants like I the have, jeans mm-hmm. I just don't even wear jeans 
for the most part, unless they're like the baggy LL Bean jeans that I have. I have a similar problem where like I still have my 36s from when I was heavier and like they fall off me. But when I wear my like Ashley makes fun, my girlfriend makes fun of me because I wear the 32s, but it's like European like French EDM trash jeans where it's like they fit around the waist, but my thigh like it's just skin tight on the thighs. And then the calves, like you can see like where my calf muscle is. Like if yeah. I, it's like a second coat of skin and it's like I, the 36 is even with a belt, like they're super loose. But if I wear my actual waist size, which is like a 32, 33 and I have really long legs. So like, like it, when I, when I shop for jeans, when I'm like at a normal weight, like a healthy weight, which is like 190 to 200, like I'm not lean the fuck out. I'm not like sickly looking, but I'm at a normal weight. My 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 shit is like thirty two thirty eight, which like <laughs> like I I like I go to the like shop that's your like, that's your like my you waist need, and then, you, you need thirty eight inch inseam or whatever no like the length like 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 going down the leg yeah like, oh dude my my legs are short I'm all really torso. I have I I get um I usually get a thirty six thirty holy shit. Yeah, it's crazy because you're like, um, like we're almost the same height, but that's like the like the the that is like the measurements of a like a five eight like power lifter. <laughs> yeah, like but you're no, like I'm... you're like you're practically like I think I have like an inch and a half on you, but that's it. But it's like you're yeah, that's <laughs> that's crazy. I mean, yeah. I guess like it, it's it's crazy for me in a different way that like. No, like, I'm I'm built like a short guy, but taller. Yeah, no, that, yeah, no, it's, yeah. I mean, you, you kind of have like a, like a shorter, stockier. I have like, like a 5'8 build. Yeah, but you're but like on, five, yeah, you're like six foot almost. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I, I like, it's fucked up because like, I'll go, because also I have, I wear a size 13. So like when I go to, I don't like shopping for clothes because it's weird. Because I'm like, hey, do you guys have 32, 36? At the at the at the like best case scenario, worst case scenario, thirty two, thirty eight, and they're like, "Are you like a cryptid?" Like it, it's and they're like, and I'm like, "No," and they're like, "Could you take a thirty four? And I'm like, "I can. I just have to like wear a belt, but I don't want to wear a belt like in in the winter and shit. When I wear a lot of button ups and sweaters, yeah, fine, I don't mind. But like when the summer hits, I hate wearing jeans because like none of them fit me right, like the, like at all." Like my legs are so fucking long, and like yeah. my tor- it's like my shit looks stupid as fuck. Yeah, I. Uh, no, it's stupid how proportions are. Like, like why are there this many builds? There's no need for it. I. Uh, it, it's just weird, like to have like you and me practically be the same height, and then like you talk, and also like, like similar weight ranges. Yeah, like like we're you, very similar sizes. Yeah, I think I like you have more muscle mass than me. But like we do exist, like we look normal in like a one ninety to two two oh five range. Like it's just like a normal. We're we're not neither of us are fat. We're both kind we're kind of fit, but it's like, but like my yeah. legs are just like. I would they, say you have a a lower. Like. I think you, healthy for you is a little bit lighter. No, me, like like natural resting. No, for sure. But I think like, like yeah, you have a you have more muscle mass than I do, for sure. I'm not even calling it that. Like I feel 
I don't know. Maybe a, maybe a little bit more, but you have like a longer bone structure. You have way longer arms than me, probably. Yeah, no, I, my reach is – that's like – like I don't really like do a lot of strength training when I yeah. like when I do kickboxing because it doesn't make any sense. It's it's way more like it's more conducive to like sparring success and competition success for me to be like one seventy and six one than it is for me to be like one eighty five and six one. So yeah. like I don't I lift, but it's like it's more like stabilizer muscles, like my knees and shit that are already dog shit. Um, yeah. That but like, yeah, like my, I think my body fat percentage is probably like 18%, which isn't, it's not bad. It was like 29. <laughs> it was like ridiculous. But, uh, uh, like, like I think about some of the guys I train with and like you, like you and me being very similar, but it's like, I know guys that are exactly my height, like kind of like your build and they're like 170 but they just look, yeah. they're just they're they're like a bit just like shredded. Avengers. Yeah, they don't they probably have like essential fat like 6 to 7% at the most. Probably yeah. more like 3 or 4. Yeah, uh, some guys like try and cut essential fat, right? Or at least some of it. Yeah, so like a lot of I mean, the, I know that I, that's probably more of like a really serious thing, you know, like I know of bodybuilders that do that. So that, like but. yeah, like bodybuilders and like like the so I've been like doing like I've been boxing, kickboxing for a long ass time. So the guys that compete like when you see a UFC fighter that fights at 155, they probably walk around most cases there's some outliers. Most cases probably walk around 190. Oh, really? Yes. I mean, I knew I knew there was a big fluctuation, but I was thinking maybe like no. 175 or something. So the tall guys, like there's a guy like Max Holloway who's a featherweight. He's my height. He fights at 145. But he's all skin and bone. So it's kind of like he probably walks around 180. So it's not that big of a deal. But like Habib Nurmagomedov, who was a uh, the the undefeated like lightweight champion until he retired, he's a 155-er, only 10 pounds more. But he walks around closer to 200. He cuts a ton of weight, so much so that he's had issues with his kidneys in the past. But it's like, like, competing at that level, like, it makes sense. And there's been a bunch of people who want to talk about changing the weight classes in the UFC. But it makes sense, like, if I, like, I want to compete in July, but I've been fucking up my diet. But, like, I would look good, like, I would be really fit at 180. I'd have to lose, like, 15 more pounds. But if I wanted to compete, I would probably shoot for 170, maybe even 160, and that would make me sick. Like I would have yeah. to lose another 35 pounds, which like I like I don't even know what I would look. It wouldn't it wouldn't even look like beach. It wouldn't even look like jacked good. I would look sick. But I, I, I got like a <laughs> like a really bad stomach bug a couple of years ago. And I thought, like, I lost so much weight, and I was thinking, like, dude, I've got to be, like, probably, like, 150, 155 right now. And I hopped on a scale, and I was, like, <laughs> I was, like, 189. <laughs> I was, like, yeah, no. <laughs> and I was, like, oh, okay, so, all right. And then I gained, like, 13 pounds in the, like, three the days day, after I got yeah. sick, because it was, I mean, a lot of it was water weight. Yeah. But, yeah. I, like... I like I talk to people who compete at my gym and they're like uh they're like, Yeah, man, I gotta I gotta fight on Saturday. 
And I'm like, uh, what weight class? And they're like, 155. And it'll be like a Tuesday. And I'm like, what are you weighing right now? And they're like, 178. And I'm like, what are you, t- what? 23 pounds in, in, in five, four or five days? And they're like, yeah, it's all water. And I'm like, eat my ass. Maybe 10 or 12 of it's water. Like, what are you? But they do it. Like, they, like you put a sauna suit on and you hit the assault bike, like that bike that you crank with your hands and you pedal on. And you do that for like literally not kidding five hours a day. But these are guys who fight for a living. Like that's how they make their money. Like they have side jobs, but it's like they, you know. Like there's a guy yeah. who's literally, we're, we're the same exact height. We're like 6'1", right at. But he weighs 170. And he walks around where I'm at currently like 195, 200. And I'm like, how do you do it? Because I want to get to 170 so I can compete, but not a jiu-jitsu fuck that. I want to box. And he's like, oh, it's super easy. You just kind of like wear, a, wear like three hoodies all day, and then you just kind of like run like 10 miles a day. And I'm like, yeah, that's the gayest thing I've ever I'm not <laughs> – I am not doing that like at all. Like what are you fucking talking about? Like why the fuck would I ever do anything like that, you know? Um but again, it's like it, it, it is weird. Like, I guess the whole point of the conversation is it's like it's weird when I run into people, I guess, like you or like other people I train with who are like, you know, like like anywhere between 5'11 and 6'1. Anything past 6'2 to me, I'm like, you're a freak. Kill yourself. And like the the difference in ways is like like healthy for me is like one like where I'm at normal, like not skinny fat, but like, you know, not jacked or leaned out 195. And then I meet guys who are my height, and they're like 220, and they have like no body fat. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're like a freak. Like, God put you on this earth to kill people. Like, <laughs> you should yeah. be a green. You should At be that a point, green, you're just a Terminator, and it's not even yeah. impressive. You should be a Green Beret or a linebacker. Like, I don't even know why the fuck you're in here sparring with me. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. It'll be some guy who's like, he's 6'4", 270, pretty, pretty cut, and he works at like Best Buy. Yeah. I. <laughs> You've mentioned Best Buy. I that actually like I had I've had this observation the last 10 years. And I don't know if it's like a hacky one, but I haven't heard anyone make make it before. Some Best Buy like attendants are like olympically leaned the fuck out. I it, I Best Buy's fuck Geek Squad, fuck the Apple Genius Store. I've gone to Best Buy to get some headphones. And there's like one or two guys there that are like Adonis mode. And I'm like, what do you, like, what are you do Like, I know everyone has to have a side gig, but it's like consistently Best Buy. Like guys who either are like, they're either, they're, they're either power lifters or, 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 or wannabe bodybuilders or they're working their way up. But like, I'm like, Hey man, do you have a, like, you know, Yeti USB mics? And the guy's like, yeah, hold on one second. And he's like doing like, you know, like ab vacuums in the corner, <laughs> like doing like fucking like <laughs> lap poses. And you're like, uh, what, you know? And, and, and I, I don't know. I best, it's the only, it's like best buy and target. I'm like, what the fuck dude? Like, what are you doing? Like, why is this your second gig? Like, why is this your backup job? Do anything yeah. else? Bounce. Just like cell phone cases. And then you, Still have to eat like nine thousand calories a day, Seems dude. Weird. That is a thing that I like, like, because I've always like, like, you know, cutting. It's like eighteen fifty for me. Is like how many calories day. you can have? Uh, eighteen fifty is my limit. Yeah. Oh god damn. Uh, but like, I I will like hang like 
I've talked with guys who are bulking uh, either at the gym where I box at or just in general, like on the internet. And they're like, yeah, I'm at 4,200 and I lift weights like two hours a day. Neither of us understand each other. I'm like, yeah, when I'm like really on it and I haven't been like recently for like various reasons, but when I'm really on it, it's like I do two, two and a half hours of cardio early in the morning and then I am at 1850 and they're like, that sounds really gay. I lift weights three and a half hours a day and I'm at 4,500. Neither of us understand each other because the goals are different, I guess. But yeah. It's like, well, I, um, with my, uh, like I, I just working a lot, like end up burning. Yeah. No, a bit, and yeah, I was calculating what I need to do to bulk just in case I wanted to, like I calculated everything out and it told me I needed just just to do like the 500 calorie surplus or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It was like 50, it was like 5,900, 6,000 a day, something like mm-hmm. that. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. No, it's like a chore. It becomes like it's the alter, It's the opposite of the spectrum for cutting, like heavy cutting. Because when I worked at the refinery, I was burning like per my app or whatever, like my little thing I had, just walking around and like doing shit, like mechanic shit, like walking around the plant, like 3,800 calories a day. But I was only taking in something like 2,200. That's how I initially lost quite a bit. I went from like 265 to 230 that way. Um, but like, like when I talk to guys, like the, there are guys at my gym, like one of, one of the guys I train, he's a landscaper. Like he owns his own business. And he's like, I have to eat, like I have to go to my truck and eat a full meal like every hour and a half to bulk. And he's like five seven, five eight, mm-hmm. like really, really, really small. But he's trying to bulk up to like one eighty five, and he's just like, it's like a, it's like a homework assignment. Like he'll weed eat, he'll like dig like little like, like trenches out for shit. He'll do his thing, and then he'll go to his truck and eat like six fucking hard boiled eggs and like two chicken breasts, and then go back to work, and then you know the same thing. And I'm like, dude, that sounds awful. And he's like, no, what you're doing sounds awful. It's like, again, it's like a difference in goals. Like, I'll talk yeah. about my goals. And he's like, dude, I cannot imagine eating a 200-calorie breakfast, a 300-calorie lunch, a 600-calorie dinner, and then doing three hours of cardio. Like, I feel like I would get sick. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I know you do. <laughs> like, you get super sick. Like, that's – like, it's not – your body's not meant to gain or lose weight at this rate naturally. Most people's stasis is like slightly overweight, I guess, at least in the States, you know, at least here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would say, yeah. Um. <sighs> this was a really interesting like last bit that we did. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it was, it was overall like a much more coherent and decent conversation. Yeah. I th- we've done this before where we'll have like a, like a, like an episode that's like, yeah, this is this is a Pendejo time episode for forty five minutes, and then you and me will get on physique talk, and we'll be like, "Yeah, no, yeah, you know, being six one and one seventy is good for some guys, and then sometimes you're five eight and three hundred pounds, and you look just fine." Yeah, but like, <laughs> like yeah, it's just like no one gives a shit. I don't even like again. I I mean, it's just a free win. It's a freebie. I don't know. It doesn't fucking. I don't think out. people mind. Uh, I don't either because I, I really feel like we're just broadening the horizons of the show 
in that way. But I don't again, care about the show, you know. <laughs> who cares? <laughs> yeah, you know, we're really looking into long-term growth and all that. And no, it doesn't matter. But, uh, folks. Folks, it's, it's, you know, we had a bit of a technological difficulty, but we came back and we said, you know what, let's talk about what it means to be 6'1 and 170. Let's, let's, what does it mean to be 6'1 and have a 32-inch waist? Yeah, being 6'1 and 170 to me... You it's told me sim- that you'd have to sim- get down to you'd, you'd have to get eight. When I talked about that competition, I was <laughs> you replied to me. I was like, "Yeah, I'm trying to compete in July in this like Muay Thai competition in Florida. I'm trying to get to 170." And you're like, "Yeah, I need to get have ALS <laughs> to get to 170." <laughs> <get to> <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like if you were at 170, you would look like it would be like a you know like an action movie star type situation, but you would be like near death. Yeah, I I physically would be like, that would be rough, dude. I don't want to. But also, I have like a weirdly like hourglass shaped body. <laughs> like at, at that weight, like my hips would still be that wide, but my shoulders, yeah, you'd have like yeah, my shoulders would be weird. again. Would you'd just... be like you'd have like a Thanos build, like a you would just like I like uh, you ever see Prometheus. No, no, I don't think so. Uh, uh, anyway, like it would be like, yeah, like I don't even when I'm leaned out and I have really like I don't even look. I just look really like like I look sick because yeah. I like I have a long frame and I have decent muscle mass, but yeah. I don't have too much. Like my lats are really small, but like if you got to 170, you would look like a creature, like a cryptid. Yeah, like you, <laughs> I would look like a a guard of like some evil wizard's lair. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would look right. like just like an urukai or something. Yeah. It already it be been like, killed. Yeah. Like yeah. You're 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 depleted. Like you have a depleted. No, HP. I would look like a. Have you seen the Hobbit? Mm-hmm. I would look like that white like orc that like tries to hunt them or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> just like some weird like gray area between like ideal like male figure and then just sick and dying yeah i would look like i would like i was like almost hot but i had like a loincloth on and yeah. sort of threw the whole vibe off. <laughs> well folks uh thank you for joining in to padeo time uh if you like it's this it's been episode, a pleasure it's been a pleasure if you like this episode uh please go on to patreon.com slash padeo time and give us a sub um you know Lord knows we need it. Lord knows we need to just not have any real jobs. Me and yeah. me and me and Thomas. We are need guys to just sit here and talk. Sit on here Zoom and talk all day, all fucking day. Have technological issues. Talk about physiques, which all is right. normal to do, by the way. Normal. Anyway, right. bye bye. Bye. <laughs>